Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. I am fortunate today to actually have two guests. First one is Shelly Lefko. She's the co-founder and CEO of the Lefko Institute. As a keynote speaker and workshop leader, Shelly has helped thousands of entrepreneurs rid themselves of limiting beliefs. Her programs have reached hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. And we have Vaughn Yepremian, founder of Yepremian Law Firm. He has helped entrepreneurs launch and scale their ventures. He holds a Doctor of Jurisprudence degree from the University of Southern California and a postgraduate graduate diploma from Cambridge Judge Business School. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to have you here. We're going to be talking about the entrepreneurial mindset. And so uh, I, I want to like jump right in and ask you, how does mindset impact an entrepreneur's journey? Um, pretty much every decision that's made, it's made through a filter that you have, well, you know, your beliefs, your thoughts, your, you know, your view of the world. And so especially as an entrepreneur you're constantly challenged and face various obstacles and how do you deal with those how do you deal with conflict how do you deal with challenges a lot of it is your mindset a lot of it is your beliefs and so that affects the business that affects how the business operates got it all right well that, that makes a lot of sense to me i i oftentimes feel like we bring ourselves and all of our baggage to our business. And so it's, that's what you're talking about, that those are the things that then inform how we deal with whatever shows up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about I shifting. I want to add one thing sure. to that because Vaughn, you know, um, his, his story, you know, is he came from uh, the Soviet Union and he said when he came here, um, he was struggle. I mean, you can tell the story, but that how your mindset was, was changed. Um, right. And, you know, I basically grew up in a country where entrepreneurship was illegal. Everything was owned by the government, run by the government, and people were programmed not to question authority, not to think outside the box, um, not to be innovative or entrepreneurial. Basically, all the entrepreneurs, whoever were trying to start start a business, that was the black market and they would end up in jail. Whoa. And so having that programmed in in pretty much all the, the whole population, um, and moving to US where you know is an entrepreneurial country and build on entrepreneurs' uh, backs and small businesses, I had to do some reprogramming and um because i was noticing that a lot of that baggage as you mentioned that um, i brought with me without even knowing unconsciously that was just running my kind of the software that runs 
the computer. And so I had to uninstall it and upgrade it with a better software that that works better in right. this country. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he said that his business flourished when he started actually changing his mindset and eliminating the beliefs that yes. let him do that. What's interesting is my, my law firm has been around for 25 years and it's, you know, it's always done well, but going back about six, seven years ago, when I start really working on myself and working on the beliefs and everything else, uh, nothing else really in the business changed except me, but that change in me really reflected in the business, the business's bottom line, the business's growth. We were able to get back to back four or five years on Inc. 5,000 fastest growing companies on the, um, um, Anyway, several publications, Entrepreneur Magazine and everything else where they have um, basically fastest growing companies uh, in all of America. And again, nothing changed except me and my mindset and my, you know, just upgrading, upgrading what's what's running me. <laughs> right. The script that's that in your head. Right. So, so what are some common mindset traps that entre entrepreneurs fall into? So, I mean, I, I totally get what you were going through because yeah. it makes a lot of sense that they're, they're polar opposites as far as um, community structure and, and that sort of thing. But what are some other of the, the ones you see most often? Yeah. So I'll tell you the most common beliefs. Uh, so by a belief, I mean, a statement about reality that we hold as the truth. And we have beliefs about everything, many of which are unconscious. We don't even know we have these beliefs, but they totally determine our behavior, our emotions, and ultimately our reality. So if you believe that um, having a job is safe and secure, and that being an entrepreneur is dangerous, which people have, that belief is going to stop you. It's going to change your reality in that you won't start your business. If you have beliefs, so the most common beliefs that people have are, I'm not good enough. Okay. And um, if you have the belief, I'm not good enough, mistakes and failures are bad. Even if you read every business book that tells you the opposite, it doesn't matter. Your beliefs will always win out. Um, mistakes and failures are bad. If I make a mistake or fail, I'll be rejected. Um, and the one, two of what we call survival strategy beliefs, which drive our behavior. So if you have a belief, I'm not good enough or I'm not important, that's like um, I have a fist in front of my face, right? That's a belief. And then nobody wants to live with that. We form survival strategy beliefs, which hold the beach ball or the belief underwater. And those beliefs are what makes me good enough are achieving things, in which case you become a workaholic because you're only good enough and you're only important when you're achieving. So you have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it like a heroin addiction because it never works. And the other one is what makes me good enough is having people think well of me, which will stop you from being innovative. It'll stop you from taking risks and chances and pulling the trigger on that product that you just, you know, are ready to put online. You won't push the button because what if people 
you know, don't like it? What if people think it's not good enough? I'm not going to. So all those beliefs come up and impact your behavior as an entrepreneur and in life, in your relationships. Right, right. Eek. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, those those feel pretty ingrained and, and pretty deep. So how do we shift that? Yeah. So um, I'll take that question. So um, for the past 30 some odd years, I've been working with people to help them do that. And when people say to me, beliefs are ingrained, they're actually, they feel ingrained, but beliefs live in our minds. Okay. So we come into this world and we don't know if we're good enough or not good enough. We don't know if we're important or not important. And when we show up, we show up in this little, in this little, you know, um, uh, microcosm called our families. And whatever your family looks like, it doesn't matter if you had single parents or gay parents or straight parents, it's irrelevant. What you do, what every little child asks all day long is why? Why? Why is my dad looking at his iPhone every time I talk to him? Well, I guess I'm not important. Well, what I have to say is not important. Why can't I live up to my parents' expectations? Why are they always criticizing me? Well, I guess I'm not good enough. Mm. And why are my parents struggling? They they can't pay the bills and they're always complaining. Well, I guess money is scarce and hard to get. I guess I guess life is hard. Because kids are asking why, right? Why is the sky blue? Why can't I have a play date? Why can't I have dessert? Kids ask why all day long. Right. And so these beliefs get formed. And the reason they stay with us throughout our entire lives and throughout personal growth work and 10 years of therapy are beliefs. We learn how to cope with our issues and we get really good at coping. Yeah. But the beliefs don't go away because we think we saw them in the world. It's as if the belief was seeable. So if I say to somebody, did you ever see money is scarce and hard to get? They said, yeah, every day of my life. What they actually saw was their parents struggling. Money is scarce and hard to get was in their mind. They made that up. So in our work, we help people get rid of the beliefs. So, and I mean, eliminate them so that their lives can be free. And I I always talk about Vaughn, and I'm so proud to have written this book with him because he is, he embodies what I consider, you know, the conscious entrepreneur in that all the, I talk about watering the plants. So every area of, if you had a lot of plants in your house, you would never just water one, right? Because the others would die. So you want to water your health and your relationship with your children and your relationships with your significant others, if you have one, and you want to water your plant called leisure and you want to water the, the health plant. And so, you know, Vaughn has really kind of mastered this, um, you know, and I'll, I'll let him talk about that more, but um, that's what happens when you get rid of beliefs. 
you have an intentional life instead of a reactive life. Yeah, that 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 is huge. And Vaughn, I I, I do want to hear about that. I, I I think it's important. I think there's people listening going, I get it intellectually. I, I don't get how you cross that bridge. How, as far as the process of how getting rid of the belief or how that affects your getting life? Getting rid of the belief. Well, the book actually really walks the reader through the steps of how to identify these patterns and identify the beliefs that basically run us. And we all have it. And it's, uh, you know, it's something that first thing I think that the book hopefully will, will make people think and start looking at themselves as well, you know, because a lot of a lot of you know, I've I've attended business seminars, business read a lot of business books, and gone to business school. Um, they teach a lot about the business itself, how to write a business plan, how to do uh, team building, branding, scaling, and everything else. Very little attention on the actual entrepreneur of having a self awareness of. Who you are, what your limitations are, what are your skills, what are you know, what are you good at, what are you bad at, and having that awareness. And so, hopefully, this book also brings awareness of looking at some of these beliefs that, in the background, run us running, you know, like a running software. And so, it helps identify, and then it goes through a specific process of how to get rid of it. And yeah. so if you wanna, if you wanna, just in few steps. Um, um discuss yeah, that there's a there's a, a process but i want to first make a distinction so the difference between a pattern and a belief so i hear people everybody's talking about beliefs now when i started 30 years ago nobody knew what a belief was today everybody's talking because people understand that you can't make change without changing your beliefs right if you believe life is hard, you're not going to, or if you believe I'll never get what I want, you're not going to ask for it. <laughs> you're not going to go for it in life. You know, if you believe yeah. I'm inadequate, you know, that belief is going to stop you dead in your tracks. And as Vaughn said, we all have these beliefs. So in, so a pattern is observable. Beliefs are not. So you can see someone procrastinate. I can see you have fear of public speaking. You know, you get up there and you're anxious. I could see you waking up every morning with anxiety. I can see you being afraid to pull the the trigger, you know, on your business or on your product or upgrade your product or do the 2.0 or wherever it is that you're stuck as an entrepreneur. I can see that. I can see you working all the time and not having a relationship, right? I can see you not being home with your kids, or I can see you being home with your kids all the time and not fulfilling your dreams. So patterns are observable. Okay. Beliefs underlie or cause, if you will, the patterns, right? Yeah, so, that makes a lot of sense. So what we talk about in the book is we give you all the patterns and we tell you what beliefs are underlying these patterns. So for procrastination, for instance, it's no matter what I do, it'll never be good enough. Or mistakes and failures are bad. Well, the ones that I said, the most common beliefs. Fear of public speaking is the only pattern that has the exact same beliefs for every person. 
So fear of public speaking is not good enough. I'm not important. Mistakes and failures are bad. If I make a mistake or fail, I'll be rejected. I'm not capable. And you may think you have evidence to prove this is not true. Evidence doesn't get rid of beliefs. You can go to Harvard, have a PhD. And and my client said, I conned my way through Harvard. (laughs) The evidence didn't get rid of the belief. And then, so we tell you all the patterns. And then we tell you what beliefs. Oh, and fear of public speaking. Sorry. What makes me good enough is having other people think well of me. And then we do a process where you get rid of fears. So fear of criticism and judgment fear of not living up to an expectation and fear of rejection. Those are the three fears that run people's lives. And how you get rid of a belief is we don't have time in this podcast for us to walk you through the process, but the process is a step-by-step what happened. You know, what, what do you want to change? I want to stop procrastinating. What do you believe? I'm not good enough. Where did that belief come from? When I was a child, I was criticized, you know, and that's what I concluded. And we look at other interpretations, you know, maybe you weren't good enough as a kid. Maybe your parents thought you weren't good enough. Maybe you were good enough and they didn't understand the learning process. Maybe they had unrealistic expectations. And so we break up the belief and then we do the step where I have, you know, have people see doesn't it seem like you saw that belief in the world? And everybody says, I did see it. And anything you could see has a color, shape, and location. You can't see a belief. I I love this patterns and beliefs. That makes so much sense to me and that the patterns are rooted in what whatever those beliefs are. Um I guess my question is, and and maybe we just grab like like the first two or you know one, whatever, but what steps can entrepreneurs take to identify their own limiting beliefs? Because I was listening to you and I was thinking, okay, I you know, so you ask somebody, okay, what's that belief? I think a lot of people, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like a lot of people don't know what's underlying. That so, I think that's where you kind of look at what's observable. What are the patterns? Okay. So let's say a, 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 an entrepreneur is complaining that they cannot scale their business. It's just not growing. Um, and, you know, you ask, do you delegate? Do you have people that you assign and trust? And no, I don't. Why don't you? You know, because, well, you know, you can't trust anyone or, you know, no one's going to do it as, as good as I am going to do it and everything else. So. Yeah. they could look at the challenge they're having or a, an outcome that they want to achieve that they're not achieving and then kind of just walk that back into, into yeah. it. Yeah. So that's one way. Another way would be to ask yourself, what would some, what might somebody believe that has this pattern uh-huh. or, or what would I have to believe to not be doing this? So what do I believe that has me not pulling? Sorry, what would I have to believe in order to pull the trigger? Well, I'd have to believe I'm good enough, or I'd have to believe I'm smart. And then you can work your way back into your belief that way. 
I, I actually, we, we actually I get that. We actually could um, uh, give you your listeners something very valuable, um, which we talk about in the book called The Occurring. So our beliefs determine the meaning that we give events. Okay. Okay. So if you believe I'm not important and somebody walks past you, and doesn't say hello, you go up, oh, they don't, they don't think I'm important, right? Uh, if a dog comes in the room and you have the belief dogs are dangerous, you're going to give it the meaning the dog's going to bite me, and then you're going to feel fear. So our emotions come from the meaning we give events. Okay. Okay. Yep. So one piece of this is eliminating beliefs, right? And we want to do that. Because if you eliminate beliefs, feelings won't come up and you'll just be free. And that's what this book really is about. That's what our work is about, right? Being free to express yourself, to go for it in life, to not worry about what, when I got rid of the belief, what makes me good enough is having other people think well of me. My whole life changed. Yeah, Not everybody's going to love me. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm going to serve. That's what I'm here to do. And I hope you get something valuable out of being with me. Right. That's, that's it. And uh, of course, getting rid of limiting beliefs doesn't mean your business is going (laughs) to automatically and necessarily succeed and grow, but you no longer are defined by your beliefs and your business is not affected by them. Then you have the freedom of making hopefully a good business decisions and you know, you're, you're unchained and, and you're free to do, what's what's best for the business rather than being run by what's running you and you'll take courses on that which you don't know uh-huh. and be able to utilize what you learn in the courses because how many of you listening have taken courses and learned stuff and went oh my god that was such a great course i learned so much and 3 days later the notes are in the drawer and you've changed nothing yeah yeah that's because your beliefs are in the way yeah yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that happens so frequently. Yeah. So so here's something that we can give you that you can utilize, okay? okay. Yeah. So meaning is in your mind. Somebody walks by and doesn't say hello to you. You think, oh, they don't like me. Or yeah. somebody doesn't buy your product and you go, oh, my God, my product sucks. And, you know, we give meaning all day long, right, yeah. Yeah. to everything that happens. If meaning is in your mind, it's not in the events. So when something happens, if you just take a minute and say, and anytime you get upset, you have any kind of negative emotion, you just stop and ask, what happened? Mm. Uh, My partner didn't do what I asked him to do. What meaning did I give that? They don't respect me. What else could it mean? They're busy. <laughs> but what does it really mean? It doesn't mean we don't know anything for sure because it happened. Right. Thing is in your mind. And if you could even do that, the minute you get upset, ask yourself what meaning you gave the event and get the meanings in your mind. It's not in the event. Right. And teach you how to do that in the book. And that is life changing. 
When my husband died, I used it every day to get out of bed. Yeah, it, I, I, that, yeah, definitely life-changing. Yeah. What happened? He died. What meaning did I give it? I'm going to starve to death. As you'll read in the book, I didn't know the difference between a P&L and a balance sheet when he died. I thought I was going to starve to death. Yeah. And I said, well, it could mean I'm going to starve to death, but it also could mean I'm going to step up and figure it out, which right. I did. did. <laughs> and exactly. eight years later, we're doing okay. Yeah. 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 Right. That's a great example too. You two both have great examples. So um, I uh, love this information, and I think it, you know it is obvious that the book has can have great value for people. So, will you tell the listeners about the book, where they can get it, all that great stuff, please? It's on Amazon. Uh, it's available as a paperback, as ebook, and a hardcover. Okay. Uh, also, Barnes and Noble online and number of other online uh, retailers. It's called Hitting the Wall, and um, Amazon's probably the easiest uh, way. And we could send you a link uh, once we're done, and you could share Great. it. Okay. One of the things that uh, the book is designed to do is it's it's an interactive book. It's not, you know, you're going to sit back and read it and your life's going to change. Yeah. It's interactive. It's teaching you how to get rid of the beliefs and the blocks that keep you from having the life you dream of. Because being an entrepreneur is one part of your life. Right. And as I said, you know, Vaughn is, you know, he's very modest, you know, but so I sometimes have to talk about him. But when when I once tried to reach him on the weekend and I couldn't reach him and I said, where were you all weekend? And he said, well, I turned my phone off and I had a device free weekend with my daughter. Nice. So, um and, you know, he treats his employees, they're, they're very diverse from all different countries. And, you know, he treats them with dignity and respect and helps them by, you know, making personal growth available to them. You know, he, he's a serial entrepreneur. And as I said, the best father and, and has a full life. Like you look at every aspect right. of his yeah. life and it's singing, it's humming. And there are places where, you know, he's not yet and wants to be. So it's not like he's perfect. And I'm, I'm not, it's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is both of us mm -hmm. are in life as an inquiry. You know, it's like it's yeah. growing with just these trees that are just growing and growing. And that's what life's about. And that's what this book is about. You know, it's stop. You know, one of my old teachers used to say, you can either have what you want in life or all the reasons why you don't. Oh, most, wow. people, most people have all the reasons why they Absolutely. don't. Absolutely. Right. This book is about having it. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, real life examples in the book uh, from both Shelley's 30 years of doing the work and me for the last 25 years working and representing entrepreneurs. And there's really no fluff. It's just, you know, really usable information with examples. Um, we really made an effort to 
make it a short and easy read book that uh, respecting entrepreneurs time and and hopefully it it's an easy weekend read but it is interactive and you will need to as you're reading look at yourself and your business and and see what what resonates with you what are the things that are kind of making you things like huh maybe this is something that i should look into yeah yeah it sounds you like had such a great insight and i had not ever realized this till this moment lawyers have a pretty bad rap i mean i read a whole book of jokes <laughs> about lawyers you know um and i look at the way vaughn the way you represent your clients which most pe- most lawyers are just their lawyers but you get involved with them and help them with their businesses which is again beliefs right. it's like i don't want to just represent you and just you know do that right. i want to help you have a great business and have a great life and that's yeah. moving that's inspiring that's that's what's possible. So you can have empowering beliefs instead of limiting beliefs. So, for example, I have one that my client's success means my success. So for my business to grow, my client's businesses need to grow. So if I focus on rather my business or my law firm's growth, I focus on their growth, my growth will come automatically. Right. And so as you get rid of some of the beliefs that hold you back, I think adopting or focusing on the ones that really drive your business and mm-hmm. your life forward is is it and book talks about that as well the last chapter about you know as you gain this freedom and power of um you know making better choices what are those choices and and what are your intentions and how do you want to move forward Yeah it's one of the things I hear loud and clear about this that that really that I value so much and that is about being intentional right that is makes the difference cuz it's work you got to do it but when you're intentional you're not just letting life happen to you and right. letting things happen to you, right. you yes involved in exactly progress. yes yes and i love that because two things first of all when you get to the end of your life you don't want to turn around and go eh. you want to turn around and go that was awesome right <laughs> let's do it again and, yeah. and mo- most of us you know i i use the example of dating you know you meet somebody you go out you have a good time you go out again you have a good time you go out a third time you have sex sex is great next thing you know you're in a relationship but you never stopped and looked at yeah. being intentional <laughs> about what kind of person do i want to be in a relationship with right. what are my values i want somebody who's open to personal growth i want somebody who's on an adventure who's alive who's vibrant and juicy and you know that's important to me yeah. just cuz i had a good time on a date and we had great sex doesn't mean i should be in a relationship with that right. person right. and it's the same thing with entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship sometimes right yeah start a business and yes. you know Next look thing at your know. partners and looking at what what yeah. what industry you choose and mm-hmm. some people just kind of fall into certain things uh or partners just because they happen to be next to somebody or have a conversation next thing you know yeah. their whole business is 
is tied up with them uh, rather than like, as you said, being intentional and really looking at are our values aligned, our visions aligned? Um, do we work the same, you know, have the same work style and ethics? Because um, a lot of problems I see um, between partners is because they've kind of partnered up with the wrong person. Yeah. 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 And, and we, we were intentional and got to know each other and looked at all of this stuff before we wrote this book. This book took us <laughs> a long time. <laughs> and in all the years it took us to write this book, there was not a moment that we had of, of anything. I mean, we were such a great partnership and such a great fit. You know, it was a joy to do it right. because it was done intentionally. Right. Right. Yeah, it, that's great. Yeah. Good. I mean, everything you're saying, it's exactly right. And unfortunately, as you were talking about the partnering thing, um, I, I, you know, had a memory of uh, people will ask me, what, what is... Uh, like your biggest regret or what's like the biggest mistake you made in business. And I will say I partnered with someone before I really knew them in my business and we did not work the same way and it was awful. And so I learned from that to just slow it down, right? Be more intentional about, okay, this is exciting. And now I need to take a giant step back. So, at the same time, you want to be mindful not to form a belief that all partners are bad and partnerships don't work. And then you don't do that, right? And right. then you just say that right. I just made a bad choice here. Yes. I didn't put in the time and intention to get to know them. Right. Next time I will do better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been such a pleasure for me. Thank you both so much for spending this time. And you've told us where to get the book and the title of it, but how do people find the two of you if they uh-huh. want to? Uh, so, we have, oh, go ahead. Um, a website is VY Law Firm, V as in Victor, Y as in Yankee Law Firm.com. And my email is Vaughn, V A H A N, at VY Law Firm.com. Yeah, mine is, uh, if you go to eliminatebeliefs.com, you can actually eliminate a belief for free. Um, And if you uh, want me, it's uh, Lefko, L-E-F, as in Frank, K-O-E, institute.com. Excellent. I will make sure that that is all in the show notes. Yeah. We also have a, a, a website called hitting the wall. Um, dot. Net. Thank you. <laughs> hitting the wall. Dot net. Okay. And, uh, there you can find some bonuses to um, buy for buying the book. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, as I said, thank you both. This was really delightful. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. 
And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I offer you some feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.